Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. We're starting a brand new series today called Happy Habits for Marriage. Happy Habits for Marriage. And so it's going to be a great, great series. I'm going to ask you to make a commitment to be here to as many as you can. Matter of fact, we say if you'll stay with us 40 weeks out of the year at SEC, if you'll become 40 times out of the year, it'll change your life. That's right. Amen. So, Rhonda, is there anything you want to say about this series? Anything I want to say about this series? I got lots to say about this series. That's right. (laughs) It's going to be good. But what, you know, what we want to make sure of is that, you know, today we're talking about today forward. We're not talking about your past, okay? So there's nothing that we want to say today to put guilt on you because, you know, today is a new day. And this is where we're starting. Yes, Amen. so so many people, we start saying marriage, they start thinking about their past. Oh, if I would have done this. Listen, forget all that. We're moving forward today. Right. And Rhonda, today I see that you brought a box out here. I got a special box. Do y'all see the, this box? I put all these little bedazzled it and yeah. made it so pretty. You know, this, I, this is, represents our marriage box, Jeff. And it's when we get married, we think that it's going to solve a lot of our issues. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we go to that wedding and we think, hey, it's going to solve it all. Because we think we get this box and it's just full of all the perfect things that a marriage should be. We're always going to have love. Uh, You know, nothing's going to stop that, right? right. We're always going to have happiness. We think that's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. We're going to have happiness on that. Oh, here's one. Romance. Oh, yeah. We're always going to oh, have yeah. that. Now right? you're talking. Yeah. Got the amens on that one. Should have brought that out last, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the one I thought, Jeff, that, you know, I thought we were going to have children and we were going to have the, just the perfect marriage. I mean, perfect the perfect family. family. Yeah. Perfect family. We think that, right? And then they come along and those kids mess up everything. Go ahead. But actually, Jeff, look, we think all that's in it, but on our wedding day, our boxes really comes empty. Yes. That's what we want you to know, is that so many people, we, you know, I, I perform a lot of weddings, and, and what I found is that couples spend more time preparing for their wedding day than they do for their marriage. And the reason being is because they think that the, they think their marriage is going to come with all the answers, mm-hmm. that all of this is in it. Listen, there is no love in marriage. Love is in people. Right. And people have to put love into marriage. Mm-hmm. Amen, everybody? Right. There is no romance in marriage. People had to put romance into their marriage. And so all of the things that you desire that you thought, oh, and when we get married or when we get together, then it's all going to be this. No, it's not going to be that automatically. You have to put it into that. You have to put it in that. And so this series is all about two imperfect people coming together and learning how to work together that they can put things into the box. Right. And I want to start off too with a love story. Don't ever, you love oh, love maybe. stories? Is this one you? of those books that you read? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything wrong Hold with on. that. 
No, I have a love, it's not your typical love story, but I, I wanna tell you a love story. It's about this family, and this family, Jeff, they love to go hiking together. That was their favorite pastime. They wanted to go, and they would just go and explore. So they was on one of their hiking trips, and it was in the woods, and they were uh, going along this river, and it had these beautiful waterfalls. It reminds me of maybe going to the Smoky Mountains, and you get on those trails, and you see the beautiful waterfalls, and you see the river. But something happened, Jeff, as they were traveling. The mom and the family slipped in, fell into the river right at the rapids, right before it was about to go over a waterfall. But she was able to catch herself on a boulder and, she, and uh, to hold it. But the water just kept pressing on her and kept hitting her and kept beating her up. And so the family just was all stressed out. They didn't know what to do. So they started trying to get people to help them to make a, a chain, a, a, a join hand in hands and try to get her that way. That didn't help. They tried to put their belts together to throw that to her, to try to save her, but that didn't happen. So finally the husband, they found one little small rope. He put the rope around him and he waded out into the water to go in to uh, rescue her. Well, when he got there, Jeff, and they got the rope put around her, it broke, the rope broke, and now they both were stranded in this river. So what the husband decided to do, because she had been beaten up by the waters, it was just pushing and pressing on her, he decided that he would get between her and the water and he would take that force to give her some relief. And he was standing there and they were calling for help. The rangers were on their way, but he had to shield her and keep that rushing water off of her because she was so tired. And he was standing there doing that and then he became tired. But what she was able to do is just whisper and say, hey, help is coming. We can do this. We can hold on. We can make it if we just hold on just a little bit longer. And she kept encouraging him. And sure enough, the rangers came. They were rescued. And it was, just, it was a happy ending to a tragic day. It seemed like it could have been a tragic day. But this is the thing I want us to realize is that there was, this is two different people that brought two different things to this situation. We have the husband who had the strength to shield her and that's all we really see is that strength, but no one could hear her quiet voice just sitting there, just help encouraging him, helping him to go on. And we just want you to know that in this, in this marriage series, it's both of us. We both have strengths, but when we come and we work together, we can make it, right? We can make it. Amen. 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 And that's what marriage is, is two imperfect people coming together, working together to put things in the box. Right. Amen, everybody? Amen. And that's why, you know, the, our passage of Scripture is 1 John 3 and 18, we want to share with you. And right. it says this, it simply says that, dear children, let us not love with word or tongue, but with what, everybody? Action and with truth. Right. So it takes action to do that. And so the first thing that we want to share with you, the first habit that we want to give you today is called be responsible. Be responsible. That's the first habit of marriage is be responsible. Now we want to break this word down for you and uh, we want to tell you, we want to actually teach you four words. So we're going to take this word responsible and make it two words. And so this is what we want you to know. It's coming on the screen. Watch, look what it says. So being responsible means this. I am response-able. Let's say that, everybody. I am response-able. What that means is I'm able to choose my response. That's what responsible people do is they're able to choose their response. Okay, everybody look at me just a second. Everybody look at me. Responsible people are people 
who are able to choose their response. They don't allow their emotions to take over and run away with that. Amen, everybody? Mm -hmm. so, so let's say those four words together. You know, I am, am response-able. Response say it again. I, I am response-able. That means I'm able to choose my response, and that's what we want you to take away today. All mm -hmm. right? Well, I, I have Jeff. something here. I have something. You have something today. That's I'm right. Help you. We got a lot of something. All right. <laughs> Maybe it all work together. I want you to picture with me now we're on the interstate and we're going down the road and uh, we're watching there's some uh, vehicles there's three lanes of traffic and all of a sudden there is a car that just cuts over in front of this person who's driving a vehicle and, and in front of this person who's driving a vehicle. Mm -hmm. They cut in front of them and both of them have to slam on brakes and it just shakes them up it scares them just for a moment <laughs> and in that moment it happens we have two people one person is proactive and another person is reactive. And so what I want to ask you is this, is that which person do you want to ride with the rest of the day? <laughs> do you want to ride with this person or do you want to ride with this person? Mm -hmm. Because this person probably just going to shake it off and they're going to go, well, you know, they were proactive. Well, yeah, I hate that happened to me and that, that jerk cut in front of me, but they're going to go on. But this person is probably going to try to chase them down. <laughs> right? This person. So, and not only that, but this person is probably going to carry it with them all day long. And so if I were to take the top off, we find out that this reactive person will continue to explode on everybody else. Amen? And so today, what being responsible teaches us that we can be proactive, everybody, and not reactive. Amen? Amen, amen, and amen. Man, the difference is, Jeff, that this person you're saying can manage those negative emotions, that this water represents that, yes. and this soda is the one that's just going to explode. Exactly. Right? Now, so we want to begin to ask the question, which one are you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> begin to look at that now. Can y'all guess? No. That's right. So, <laughs> we got them lined up just right right now, don't we? <laughs> I didn't want to come out here and confess all my sins in front of everybody, Rhonda. That's the reason I was like, nah. <laughs> so today, remember everybody what we're saying. I am response-able. Let's say it. I am response-able. Okay, so in order for us to do that, we have to do three things. And number one is this. One is pause. Right. Give yourself some space before responding. Let you write that down. Give yourself some space before responding. Have you ever met the person who says, I just say what I think? Yeah. I just say what I think. Up it comes, out it goes. And they're proud of that. And the reason I can say that so boldly is because that was a method I embraced so many years of my life. I thought that that's the way I was supposed to be. You don't tell me, I tell you right now. You know, you, you, you hit me, I ain't thinking about it. I'm going to hit you back. You know, you say something bad to me, I say something bad back to you. And that's the way that I, unfortunately, was raised, you know. And so what I want to teach you today is this, is that in our marriage, we want to learn to pause. In every relationship, learn to pause. Well, listen, if you're a teenager today, this principle will save you a lot. <laughs> Before you say it, pause, right? Hit the pause button. And we want to do it. And so we want to put a little bit of space in between what happens to us and how we react to it. You see me? That's the difference in these people, everybody, and the soda and in the water is that. 
is that we put space in between our reaction. And when you do that, it changes everything. Look what the scripture says in Proverbs 17, 27. A man of knowledge uses words with what, everybody? Right. right. That, think about that. That's like a person riding a horse. How did they just hold back a little bit, pull back on the reins? And that's what it happens in your life when you, before you respond, if you can just pull back on the reins just a second. And he goes on to say this, and a man of understanding is even tempered. Look what the Bible says in James about this, holding our t- tongue. He says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must be quick to what everybody? Listen. Listen. Remember that's that's, again, that's putting some space right there. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Right. Human anger does not produce the what, everybody? Right. No, it produces hell, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, it makes you look the devil. I mean, it, produ- it causes more trouble when we respond in anger. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to have a place to c- hit the pause button. Okay, Rhonda, there's been times... There's Uh-oh. been a time yes. that, you know, I used to, you were, you know, our children were younger. You was a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. that I remember driving into the house, driving to my driveway and pulling into the garage. And I went into the house and, you know, it was one of those days where the house was messy. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting and going into the house and seeing all that, realized you'd been home all day. And I said, well, what have you done all day? I don't know that day, I don't think I was this person with the water. I think I may have been this person with soda that day. Yeah. That was not the right thing to say. (laughs) Amen. Somebody else has made that mistake too. Somebody else has done that. What I learned, so what response do you think I drew that day? (laughs) Yes, you didn't know that Rhonda has a a lot of a Native American in her because she went on the warpath. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, she did. Anyways, but it was, you know, even the, if you say the wrong thing, even the kindest people can get upset. And so what I learned was that, that day that my response, of course, was wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I had to find a moment of coming home because I can get, you know, involved in everybody, everything at work and all keyed up and I can bring it right into home. And what I learned was this, that everything that I loved and everything that I valued And everything I was working for was in that house. Nothing was more important to me than what was in that house, my wife and children. And so I had to learn that when I got home, I had to have a place to have a pause. And so before I go into the house, I begin to say to myself, everything I love is inside of that house. And so before I go in there, I want to make sure that I've got my mind right and my attitude right. And let me just tell you something. I, I don't always pass that test, but I'm getting better because I'm learning to pause, everybody. And so I just want to challenge you today. You know, maybe, maybe somebody's coming and dropping something heavy on you. Maybe somebody, your spouse has come in and says, well, I want to, I want to tell you this. And they, you know, maybe the best thing for you to do is say, listen, you've had a long time to think about what you want to say to me. So would you please give me 24 hours to think about what I want to say back to you. Mm-hmm. And what that does is give you some space and that space really will save your marriage. Amen, everybody? Right. Amen. 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 So remember we're saying, I am response, response able. able. Let's say it. I, I am, am response, response able. able. I'm able to choose my response. I don't just have to react. I can be proactive. All right, Jeff, let's go on to the second thing is a process. We have to think about the consequences of our response. 
So after we pause, we got a process. So a couple of weeks ago, Jeff was telling you about a, a staff retreat that we went on where he and Kima, we were on a, we're at this restaurant and uh, on the beach and we saw this man attacking this lady and then how he and Kimo were able to run and uh, help in that situation. But he failed to tell you there was a third person that was running that way. It was me. <laughs> I was running. And all of a sudden, as I was running, that guy was looking real, he, he was getting bigger and bigger as I was running. <laughs> I was running that way. And I, was, and I did that, I did a pause, and then I did a process. And I said, you know what, he's really big. I'm really small. I think I better go back there with Tani, who's dialing 911, and just back it on up. And go back there and do my part and get help on the way, right? Which it was awesome that Jeff and Kimo were able to go and help and they should have done that and that was the right response for them. But this wasn't necessarily the right response for me. I had to process and I had to back up and I had to do what I could do in that situation. And you know, Jeff was just telling you, a lot of us go through our lives and we say, this is just the way I am. I just respond, I just blow up. But this is the thing that we wanna to try to, to just share with you today is that you might have dysfunction going on and in that, that moment, there was a lot of crazy things going on, but we need to pause because we don't have to let that craziness affect us, right? We need to process, we need to stop, we need to pause, we need to process that. Because here's the thing that I have learned is that God created us in his image, we have this brain, and we can choose our response. You know, wild animals out in the wild, maybe they can't, they're just going on instinct, but we can stop, we can pause, we can process and we can change. And that's what re being responsible is all about. I have uh, two verses I wanna share with you guys. Proverbs 16, 23 and A says, intelligent people think before they speak. And I would say do or act. We can think, we have the ability to think and process. And the other one is Proverbs 18 and 20 says, you will have to live with the consequences of everything you say or do. Amen. Wow. So Jeff, if I had a stick, guys, if I had a stick up here today, and if I was on this end, everything I do, if I moved it up or if I moved it down, guess what happens on the other end? It would go up and it would go down. So every action has a reaction, right? Mm -hmm. And we have to live with those. So we need to take time to pause. We need to take time to process those. Yes, yeah, so we're all choosing. What Rhonda's saying is that when you, when you pick up one of these things, you're choosing, you're making a choice, and every choice has a consequence. Right. Amen, everybody? Yeah. And what we want you to understand is this, is that, that it's not them, it's me. If you walk into this situation today and you say, it's them, them, them that needs to change, then you're never gonna get better. So today, this series that we're doing is not about them, it's about you. Right. Because you can only change you, everybody. And here's a, here's, a, here's a news flash. When you change and when you get better, everything else gets better. Right. Amen? Right. Your world gets better. And so, you know, today we want you to understand using those words. Words, you have to choose your word wisely. And one of the things that we made a decision in our marriage was that we would never use the nuclear words. Mm. We'd never say, okay, well, I don't love you. Right. And we would never say that I want a divorce or that I'm leaving. Right. We, never, we have never said those words. Have we thought them? Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Right, right. 
Have we ever thought, you know, I can't put up with him no more. I can't, well, her, I should say that. She's thinking that right there. She's saying, I've said, you know, it's been many times where I, th- I just can't handle this no more. I've thought that. I thought, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. You know, we're just too, we're too incompatible. I mean, like we're so different. Right. And I just can't handle this anymore. I've thought, had those thoughts. But guess what? I never said them. And because of that, you know, we're still together today. And I, Rhonda, I know you've never had those kind of thoughts. I never had any of those kind of thoughts at all. It's perfect. It's me and my water. <laughs> but here's the thing, Jeff, is, uh, you know, I say that. And uh, we can hold it back a little bit too much, can't we? And yes. That was me. But, uh, you know, we just have to, to learn to, even in those times that when you are upset, and you process, just think about the words you want to say. Don't do those, don't say those things in anger. If you just take time to, sometimes you do need to say something, but sometimes it depends on how you say something too. So let's process and let's think about how we're going to respond, how we're going to handle this situation. And you know what's so amazing is that, yes, as I'm holding this soda, this does more represent me. And yes, this water does more represent Rhonda, but here's the problem that we've discovered is this, is that I'm the one that's throwing, say, get it out. I want to, you know, let's have the argument, let's get it out, and let's just move on. Yeah. But, you know, the thing, so, you know, that's not always that, it's not always bad, it's just in the manner in which you do it. But, Rhonda, so my response has always been seen, but your response has been a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I was saying. I just hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. And then. And then I turn to the. Woo! Just a big explosion then. The soda, if you're listening online or watching online, the soda explodes yes. after a long time. Right. And the bad thing about it is I think we had the, I think we had the talk and it was over like a week ago. That's what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got, you know, it sort of reminds me of the, of the joke that I heard of a, a man who had been beaten up. And so the officer came to take a report and the officer come and said, sir, talking about using words. He said, sir, can you describe the, the person who beat you up? He said, absolutely. That's exactly what I was doing to him when he started hitting me. <laughs> Some of you are going to wake up tonight getting that one, right? <laughs> All right, come on. Let's say our, our statement together. You ready, everybody? Come on. I, I am responsible. That means I'm able to choose my response, okay? So you, you can't say they make me anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. You cannot say those kids make me or that husband makes me or that wife makes me. No, no, no. I am responsible. I'm able to choose my response. And that takes us to number three. And the third thing is that we process. We move forward with love and respect. We move forward with love and respect. What that means is this. I'll let you write that down because I want you to get it. Here it is, everybody. You're in the driver's seat. Every one of you in this room, I don't care if you're 10 or if you're 100, mm-hmm. you're in the driver's seat. You, have, you can control what you think and you can control what you say. Amen? Amen? Right. Nobody, they make me is no longer the excuse anymore. You cannot say that. And let me just tell you something. The moment that you, the moment you become this soda and you become totally reactive, guess what? you give your control to somebody else. When you say, I lost it, you lost it. That means you gave your control to somebody else. When you lose control, you're giving control to somebody else. And so I just want you to understand that today is that you're in the driver's seat and you can control 
your emotions. You have that power. God's given it to us. Look at what the Bible says. Ephesians 5:33 says this. So each husband should love his wife as much as he loved himself. And each wife should respect her husband. You see, when you're proactive, everybody, this water, when you're proactive like that, yes, we're going to have arguments and yes, we're going to have difficulties, but it's a matter of being proactive that it doesn't cause more damage or either you're going to be reactive and you're going to be walking around ready to explode on everybody. So we want you to be proactive. Now, look what the Bible says. Jesus says this again about loving. Look what he says. Luke 6 and uh, 27 But I tell you who hear me, love who, everybody? Your enemies. Love your enemies. What's those next two words? Do good. There they are. What are they? Do good. Do good. Do good to who? Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And what do we do, everybody? Let's read that last part together. You ready? Pray Pray for for those who mistreat you. Let me just say this to you. We are not enemies. (laughs) There's been times that we have felt that we were enemies. We have been very transparent with you over the years that we have been through seasons in our own lives that we struggled in our marriage. And there's been times that we have felt like the other person was the enemy. But I want to tell you that your spouse is not the enemy. Right. Amen. Your parents are not the enemy. Right. Amen. They're not the enemy. And what we're going to do, if you want to begin to change things in your home, how do we do that? How do we begin? What's the one thing that we can do today? How can I begin to be like this water, proactive instead of reactive? Matter of fact, I want to ask you right now, what is the one thing where you're reactive at? You know, maybe you're a screamer. Maybe you scream at everybody. Maybe, maybe from the time, you know, you get up in the morning, you start screaming at your kids. Come on, get out of the bed, get up, go, go move, move. Maybe you're in traffic, you're screaming. You don't have to be. Right. You don't have to be a screamer. You don't have to be the negative thing that you see yourself as. You don't have to do that. You say, well, that's just the way I am. I was born that way. You don't have to be. You say, well, you know, I could say, well, all the dolls people are high-strung people. That's the way we are. Well, you know what? Why don't you change your family tree? Amen? Amen. Why don't you change it? Instead of being reactive. We want to be proactive. So what is the one thing, the one thing in your life that you need to change that you've been reactive on that's causing a problem? Everybody in this room can identify one. What is it? And determine that you're going to be proactive instead of reactive. Right. Let me say this. this. This is how you start. So how do we start? What do I do differently? This is what you do. As Jesus said, the way you love your enemy, because if things are not going good in your home right now, what do I do? That was the one thing I could do. Here it is. You do good. Amen. You decide that I'm going to do good. You say, Pastor Jeff, you don't know if you had to live with them. They're like this all the time. What, what helps this? Well, I can tell you more of shaking up a soda doesn't help it. Amen. But what helps it, the Bible says we overcome evil by doing good. So you start doing good in your marriage. You start doing good to your spouse. You start thinking, I'm going to do good. And most of us say, well, when they start, well, when you start being good to me, I'll start being good to you. It's their turn. That's what the world says. It's their turn. But what Jesus says, it's always my turn. Mm -hmm. It's always my move. And so today, your marriage can begin to get better right now today. 
If you make a decision, I'm going to do good no matter how I feel. I'm going to love my wife biblically, whether I feel like it or not. That means I'm going to do good for her no matter how I feel. I'm going to love my husband no matter how, biblically, no matter how I feel. I'm going to do good for her no matter how I feel. When you change that in your mind, it changes everything. And listen, when you change that, it'll change the tone in your home and it'll rearrange your whole life. Your children will see something different and better and they don't have to be the way of the world. Amen, everybody. Do good, everybody. Why? Because I'm responsible. I'm responsible. I'm responsible. I'm able to choose my response. And when you do that, it changes everything. Because the box is empty. And it's up to you. You, not them. To fill the box. So today, what are you going to do with your box? Right. Because it's empty. Will you make the choice to love by doing good no matter how I feel? Will you make the choice to be romantic, to put romance back in your marriage? Because don't wait on them. Will you choose to put friendship back in your marriage? Because it's your choice. What are you going to do with the box? Amen. So Jeff just told you our box is empty. What are we going to do? How are we going to do that? So today we gave you one, one tool that can help you. So we're gonna be responsible. We're gonna be response-able. So we feel like if we take these habits that we're talking about each and every work, week, and if we put that into our box, we feel like the other things will come. It all begins with us, like he said. We have to take the time to process, to change before we proceed. And we can start building that box that we want it. We want so bad. We wanted it. We want all those great things, but it begins with us. What are you going to do today? Are you going to put this in your box and start practicing it? As we can tell you, Rhonda and I have been married 35 years. <laughs> 35 years. And we want to give you the secret is that we continue to learn the things that we're telling you now, we didn't know at year 10. We didn't know at year 15. We didn't know at year 20. We started growing. We've continued to grow. But the greatest secret to our relationship is this, is we have an advantage over people. A lot of people who are not believers because we've had Jesus Christ in our life. Right. And the Holy Spirit has reminded us of who we are. And so when, when this happens, when this soda gets shaken, when, when things get tense in our home, no matter what, you know what, before I can ever go and say something to Rhonda, the Holy Spirit saying, Jeff, you don't talk to your wife that way. You say, I, that's a home field advantage, everybody. And then Rhonda has the Holy Spirit in her and he, has a, he speaks to her as well. And I'm just telling you today, if you do not have Jesus Christ in your life as Lord and Savior, then you're at a disadvantage. You need Jesus because he's the one that helps us. So right now, I want you to have the same opportunity that I have and that Rodney had, to have the glue that when everything else is trying to pull you apart, that he's pulling you together. Right. And so would you bow your heads now in the room and those that are watching online? We're going to pray the prayer to become a Christ follower. And if, if you want to be a follower of Jesus today, not just someone that believes he exists, but if you want to be a follower of Jesus today, would you please 
just say this prayer, not even out loud, but in your mind right now. Would you do it? Everybody's got your head bowed, your eyes are closed. Repeat after me, not even out loud. Dear Lord Jesus, I need you today. I repent of my sins. I want to turn from them, God. I want to do better. Come into my life. Forgive me. Jesus, save me today. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen, amen everybody. Let's give God a hand for that. Amen. Now, the one thing that we want to tell you is this before we pray is on your connection card, there's a box. If you prayed that prayer, the check that you become a Christ follower. We want to send you some information in the mail, so please check that. And the second thing that we want to tell you is there's groups on there. Right. Now, the greatest issue in marriage is the finances. It causes more problems. And we have about four financial groups that you should get yourself into. Because we fought over money more than anything else. And when That's we right. solved that issue, 80% of our arguments went away. So if you haven't been through financial peace yet, or we got other financial groups, sign up today. Right. Don't wait another day. You just make it, I'm going to do this today. Sign up. Because you can say, I hope we get better and never get better. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say, I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net. And click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.